The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Welcome to 1002 with your host, Mike Baker, an opportunity to pray for the harvest and receive a nugget of truth from God's word. Hey, today, the people group I want us to focus for prayer is the more people of Martania. Uh, they are um, pretty much 100% Islamic. There's 3.7 million of them that live in Martania. Martania is a country north of Senegal. It's actually one of the countries that processes a lot of the cashews that are harvested in Senegal and Gambia and Guinea-Bissau, all through West Africa. Uh, they speak a, a language that I probably will not pronounce right, but I'm going to try the Hassani language. The Moors are a very proud people. Uh, they convey a sense of sur- that they're superior than others in the area. Uh, and within their society, the Quran is fully, fully and faithfully followed. So it basically is like a not even a question that you'd be Islamic. Like you don't have a question. I know from experience personally that these people are essentially all over West Africa. Uh, they would head into Guinea-Bissau and Gambia and Senegal during cashew season. They would sell or buy and sell cashews uh, in the very village that I lived in. They generally are very good business people and, in fact, many times owns own stores. It was also interesting they were uh, referred to with a very uh, a slanderous name. I don't want to repeat that because it was not appropriate, but the people of Africa did not look upon them highly and definitely they were persecuted they were looked down upon and again there was like a nickname uh, to them that was just ha- terrible in the area so I knew some of these people um, that again they they ran shops and uh, there were shops that I shopped that I they were shops that I shopped and try to say that five times fast uh, but there were stores they were little uh, stores that I would shop in my family would shop in uh, and so there's not much of the Bible in their language, um, it's it's very it's a very difficult language to uh, translate to, and so their scripture is very very limited uh, in their language. In fact, I think only uh, the book of Mark and John are translated. They do have the Jesus film in their language, but they don't really have the Bible. So we just need to pray uh, for the more people of Martania that they see the error and their pride, that they see that they're not superior, that they see that God is and that they need God. Uh, They need God in their lives and they need God in their hearts. Honestly, the best way to be fruitful and share with them is honestly just become a friend. Uh, Become a friend. Uh, If you live around them, just shop at their store, stop by at tea time, drink tea, just become a, start a relationship so that you can then eventually witness the only way the Lord, the only way the word is really going to spread amongst them is from family to family. Um, so those are just some different ideas. You know, I said that they need a change of heart. They they need to not think that they're get let go of their pride and that they're superior. And interestingly, in First Samuel sixteen, as as God is putting a new king into place, because Saul has continually disobeyed God, he's continually gone astray. And so God is like, enough's enough. We need a new king. We need to put someone else in charge. And so he sends Samuel to anoint David. And Samuel's at Jesse's house and he's looking after son, after son, after son. He's like, hey, is there any more? 
And eventually this ruddy little kid comes in from taking care of the sheep. And in 1 Samuel 16, 7, it says, The Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. So all these brothers came before Samuel, and they seemed good, and they seemed like they had it all together. They had the looks, they had the stature. These would be great kings. And David, or I'm sorry, God reminded Samuel, look, I'm not worried about the outside. Everybody can put on a good show. In fact, we have songs about it. We have plenty of churches that put on a good show every Sunday. And Casting Crowns has... The song, Stained Glass Masquerade, and Matthew West has a song, I'm Not Okay, right? We, we put on these shows. God's interested in the heart. What's going on inside? What's going on in the heart? Because the heart is a reflection of the mind, the eyes, the mouth, all of it. What's going on in the heart? God's like, I'm looking at the heart. I'm looking at the heart of the person who's going to be my leader, going to be wise, going to have justice, going to obey me no matter what. And it's hard to have a heart after God when you're prideful and you think you're superior to people, which is the problem with the more people. It was the problem with Israel too. They didn't have a servant's heart. They didn't have a humbled heart and they didn't think they needed God. And so God reminds Samuel, I don't care about the things on the outside. I care about the heart. It's a heart issue. So my question or my challenge for you today is, what does your heart look like? Are you busy putting on a stained glass masquerade? Are you busy putting up a front for everyone because you think you have to have it all together? Are you being true to yourself? Are you being honest to yourself? Are you being honest to other people? Are you willing to take a tough look at your heart? Ask the tough questions. Let God chisel you. Are you willing to bear your heart to other people? Are you willing to be honest with yourself? Or is it easier to pretend to be something you're not? Is it easier to pretend... Like you have it all together. Instead of coming to the Lord, the Lord as you are. Broken. And letting him change your heart from the inside out. What's your heart look like today?